Welcome to the Embodied CEO Podcast. I'm Kirsten, and while I'm an integrative performance dietitian by trade, a mom of three, and a wife, I am also a nearly two-decade entrepreneur turned business mentor, and I've seen all sorts of iterations of how to do business. And I'm tired of female business owners not fully stepping into their power because the road we've been told we have to take to get here sucks. In this podcast, I'm empowering entrepreneurs to trust their voice and expertise, to start thinking big when it comes to their business, and to move forward unapologetically toward goals that don't have to make sense to other people. Let's have the big conversations. Let's lay it all out on the table. And let's support each other forward in this crazy journey of entrepreneurship. Oh, and let's have some fun while we're doing it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Embodied CEO podcast. I cannot believe we are on episode 20 of season two already. I'm not sure where the year went, but here we are in October. And I don't know how we got here so fast, but this is life and this is what happens. I am super excited about this episode today because I have two special guests with me. And the reason I am so excited, not just because there's two guests with me and I'm not talking by myself because that's always harder, but specifically because these two ladies are about to give you guys some resources that I actually just had a conversation with someone in Boxer about this morning about how so many coaches tell you to not worry about the legal piece until after you get rolling. They'll tell you to go ahead and just, just, just start coaching people. You'll figure it out later. And I am on the opposite end of that, where I'm a big proponent of make sure your ducks are in a row and everything's tied up with a nice, neat little bow. So A, you don't get in any trouble, but B, you don't have to undo a whole bunch of things later that probably weren't set up correctly. So I am here today with two special ladies that are going to help us do all of that. Kelly and Kristen, welcome. Thanks so much for having us, Kristen. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you, Kristen. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Let me give a quick little intro. So Kristen Santamaria, am I saying that right, Kristen? Am I yes. saying your name right? Perfect. Yep, and it. Kelly Smith, I hope I have that right, of <laughs> Dotted Line Legal are both very accomplished business attorneys that have a 20-year combined experience to draw from, which is amazing. And their job is to basically advise entrepreneurs ranging from small startups, what most of my folks in my audience probably to large multinational corporations. So they've been around the block once or twice. They know what they're doing. And what they do is help advise you in entity formation, protecting your business, drafting, negotiating contracts of all shapes and sizes. And I'm going to pause for a second because this is the stuff that my clients always tell me, oh, it's so boring and so unsexy. It's not. It is not. And I will tell you this as an eight times business owner over the last 20 years, this is the stuff that makes or breaks your business. Yeah, we all want to play around with Canva and do the fun stuff. And I get that but you don't have a business unless it's legal. And you might have a business that you think is legal and then isn't, or you might hire someone and you think you're covered, but then you aren't, and it's going to come back to bite you in the behind. So these two fellow entrepreneurs who are also moms and best friends, which we're going to dig into in just a second, are going to give us some great tips and some resources today. And I'm super excited. So again, Kristen and Kelly, thank you for being here. I can't wait to dive in. All right. First, let's get started with the most important thing in the room. You two are best friends. I want to know how you met and what it's like working with your best friend. And pretend like the other one's not here right now so you can be totally honest and tell me what it's actually like working with your best friend. So I guess to first answer the question of how we met. So I actually first met Kristen when I was in the first grade. So my family moved to Dallas from the St. Louis area in the middle of my first grade year of school. And I came in, you know, as this very nervous, you know, call it six or seven year old and didn't know a soul, was terrified, you know, had moved cities. And Kristen was the very first friend I gravitated towards in this class. And I just remember she made me feel so comfortable. And it was just this very natural connection we had. 
And we ended up living just one street away from one another. So, you know, we started this friendship as first graders and all through elementary and middle school, we walked to school together every single day. So it's just been a really, really special connection from the start. And as far as working relationships go, we have an incredible relationship. And I think it is the fact that we have literally known each other for 30 years now, that we can be just really open and honest and communicate with one another, you know, what's working, what's not working. I think most importantly, as entrepreneurs, right, you're going to make mistakes along the way. And we have this ability to also look at things in a lighthearted way and, and, and keep the fun in it, because really that is a lot of what it's about. So we can laugh with one another, we can kind of poke fun at ourselves with one another and you know, figure out how to be better every single day and keep the business moving forward. But Kristen, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's been, it's been so much fun. And, you know, I think Kelly and I both have different strengths. And so it's nice in some areas that are not my strength. I feel like she has that perfect attribute about her. And then of course, you know, I feel like we're constantly texting each other about what an amazing job you just did on that reel. You know, it's like this best friend, girlfriend, you know, cheerleaders all day long. So it's been a ton of fun. And then I think our professional backgrounds also kind of complement each other because Kelly's really been in the weeds working with entrepreneurs for six years now, whereas I was at the law firm kind of, you know, I have those perfectionist tendencies and she has a lot more of the real world, like, let's just get it done to, you know, attributes about her. So I feel like it's a good kind of mix of, of our professional backgrounds too. I love that. And I can tell that when you guys said we've been best friends for a really long time, you weren't joking because you actually meant since childhood. And as a person who moved every two years, that is just wild to me that there's actually people that have known each other for 30 years and still communicate and like grew up together. So I love that for you both. But I can tell that there's not just a mutual respect, but I love the piece of uh, which most of us have to outsource, right? We have to go find our best friend elsewhere to then discuss our businesses but you guys are literally living the same life. Like you're growing this baby together with the person that probably next to your spouse and your mom knows you the best in the world. And like you said, you get that automatic built-in cheer squad where, you know, I have to text my bestie and be like, guess what just happened? And I have to give her the rundown first. You're like, you're living it together. So I love that. But you just alluded to something, Kristen, and I want to talk about that because your background for both of you is corporate law. So where did we end up in corporate law? And was that planned that you both ended up in corporate law? And then talk to me about the transition from corporate law to entrepreneurship, because most corporate lawyers, I'm going to guess, have a pretty decent salary and a pretty stable job. And it's probably really hard to leave that and just jump into something else. Whereas a lot of my audience is folks, especially in the healthcare field, right? Where we're generally underpaid. <laughs> we are massively undervalued. We go to school for a ungodly amount of time to come out to possibly make $35,000 a year in a clinical setting, right? Very different kind of realm. So talk to me about how did you end up in corporate law? And then how did you decide to leave corporate law? Yeah, so I'll kind of start off with this one. And then Kelly, jump in with your thoughts as well. So Kelly and I actually both went to the same law school together as well. We both had business backgrounds in undergrad. So it was just kind of a natural transition for us to go into 
corporate law. And, you know, I think speaking for myself, I loved working with businesses and helping them grow and just seeing what came from their legal work, you know, being in the, we're both in the Dallas area. And we did a lot of work with, you know, Dallas investors and thinking like, oh, this building that they created, I worked on that deal. It was really rewarding in that sense. But I, you know, never really found that true passion of my own, I would say, um, in terms of the subject matter of my of my legal career. And so it wasn't until I hit my own health road bumps and a really tough fertility journey that I dove into health and wellness. And that's when I just absolutely fell in love with the kind of root cause healing and root cause nutrition approach and just became completely fascinated for purely from a selfish perspective because I wanted to try and help um, my husband and I deal with our recurrent miscarriages that we were going through. And so it was in that that I you know, kind of found what I felt like was my true calling and passion in life, which was interesting because at that time I had been working at this big law firm, you know, my dream job for nine years at that point, And my career was going really well. I had just gotten a promotion. So the thought of leaving that all behind and going into entrepreneurship, which, you know, I am also a nutritional therapy practitioner. And then, uh, you know, we kind of had the idea of dotted lines brewing in the background, but to make that jump was terrifying to say the least, Mm -hmm. because like you said, I was leaving a really, really well-paying job. It was extremely, you know, safe. I knew I'd been there for a long time. I had a great career path like laid out right in front of me. So to leave that was really scary, but I also knew that it was not the perfect situation either for having young children. You know, Kelly and I both worked tons of hours, late nights and weekends while at the law firm, which just kind of comes with it, but it definitely wasn't also the ideal working situation. So I think kind of having this passion that I'd found in health and wellness and wanting to pursue that and thinking about it all the time about how I could be helping other couples going through fertility challenges in some way that kind of combined with our idea for dotted lines and seeing this huge gap in the legal industry with my colleagues that were just really struggling with finding, you know, the right legal resources on things like scope of practice and functional lab testing and just feeling like they had no idea what to do when it came to their legal documents was kind of the thing that pushed me over the edge. So, you know, I think that first week of of being an entrepreneur was like, you know, I felt like the world was my oyster. It was like, oh, look at all these fun new things I get to do and things I get to learn. So it's just been such a blessing, I think, to being a little bit later in life, you know, having been an attorney for 10 years at this big law firm to get to make that transition has just been so fun and, and so fulfilling in so many ways. But Kelly, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too. Yeah. Well, Kristen, I love, I always love hearing your journey because I feel like that took just so much bravery and courage on your part to make that leap. You know, this whole idea behind, behind dotted lines was really Kristen's brainchild and she tapped me with the idea and I thought it was such a terrific idea. I couldn't wait to jump in and help her build dotted lines. You know, my journey wasn't probably quite as stark of a jump as Kristen's and that I kind of eased into it. So we were actually at the same big law firm, which is great to me how much of our lives have aligned. So we were at the exact same firm in the same practice group even, but I actually left after just four years to work for a serial entrepreneur. So it was in that role that I really got to dig in and learn, you know, in a law firm, your your role is a lot more niched and specific. Mm-hmm. 
But instead, I was thrown into a role of much broader of just, you know, here's a business, here's a new investment, let's run with it. We have to figure out all the issues, whether it's financing and, you know, real estate issues, hiring independent contractors, protecting intellectual property we're developing. Um, I mean, you name it, we, we do it all. It's just anything that comes along with a business I had to deal with. So after just four years, I had already kind of made that transition into the world of entrepreneurialism. And it was an amazing fit for me. I absolutely loved it. But, you know, the one thing I felt was lacking is that these still weren't companies that I owned. You know, I was still assisting and learning a ton, but about about companies that other people were building. So when Kristen came to me with this opportunity, it just felt like the pinnacle of being able to marry up all these areas of interest and just expertise I had built over the years into something also that, that we could own and build together and really make ours. I feel like entrepreneurship is this thing that kind of hits people over the head, right? And like the people that don't expect to turn into entrepreneurs make the best entrepreneurs because it eventually hits us. And you you actually touched on it, Kristen. You had a lucrative career. This wasn't a money desperation move. And, and there's a lot of entrepreneurs, I feel like, that step into entrepreneurship thinking it is the, you know, the golden goose that is just going to suddenly manifest in front of them with millions of dollars because they see people doing things. But the people in my experience, and I have been an entrepreneur and married to a serial entrepreneur for a long time, the things that I've noticed is the people who succeed the most are the people who don't do it because of money as the driver. Money is a nice side effect of a business well run. But most people, like you said, Kristen, there was a very personal connection. You saw, and you actually said it earlier, I wish I could play back the audio right now as we're doing this live, but you said it earlier, the, you know, the ability to impact lives, to help other people, to go build something that felt in your own personal area of interest that felt satisfying that you had your hand in. And then you just cinched that Kelly with saying it still wasn't my own. I still didn't own it. Right. You both were working for other people, watching other people doing these things, but you didn't own it, which in the end, I think when entrepreneurship is just in you, that's what it comes down to. It's less about the money. It is more about, I have things I want to share. I want to impact the world in some way. I want to help people doing something And I want to create something that comes from my blood, sweat, and tears in the process. Happy tears most of the time, happy tears, but comes from us, right? And we're just kind of hit over the head with it when like, that wasn't even necessarily the plan from the start, but when it finds us, it finds us. And then that is the thing that takes hold and that's where we grow. I I love you guys' story. And I love that you've done this together over 30 some years. What do your spouses, I'm just curious, it's totally not relevant to what we're talking about, but I'm super curious. What do your spouses think of this whole, like it's almost like they married twins, right? Like you guys are like navigating life together. What's the what's that like? Explaining to your spouses, we're going to quit all of this and we're going to go ahead and form data lines. Yeah. So I mean, at least speaking from for myself, I think my my husband was fully in on it because he had heard me talk about <laughs> this idea for so long that I think he was like, okay, you need to just, he's do, like, this. just do it it's, already. Yeah. It's like if you will stop talking to me multiple times a day about all of your ideas about dotted lines, and, and then I think you should just do it. So I think for him at least, it was abundantly clear that this was what I was going to do. And I think for a while I had even thought about there's some way I could stay working at the firm and still work on this. And it, you know, my husband, he even said, I knew you were never going to do that. You were going to jump into this. So I think he, he was very supportive. Um, but Kelly Lee, I'd love, I know Andrew, her husband too, is also very supportive, but I think at least from my perspective, I think my husband could just see how passionate I was about it. And then, you know, also just obviously him having gone through these fertility issues with me, 
you know, in terms of the nutrition work that I do, he was full in on it. And he even, you know, he had an autoimmune disease we were able to put into remission. Um, So I think he also had that personal connection and kind of had that worldview changing experience. So um, be very thankful that he was in on it too. Kelly, how about you? Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, my husband, Andrew, was also very supportive. I think, you know, we've been married now like 12 years, but together, you know, 15 years. So he's known me a very long time. And so I think he's always seen this entrepreneurial spirit in me. And so I don't think it caught him by any surprise that this was something I wanted to pursue. You know, I think from, if anything, he had uh, maybe some reservations about like, well, do you have capacity you know, to handle this. We have two young children right now. You know, that was maybe his only reservation was more just having the capacity for it. But I think he knew my passion was there. And I think that we, we make time for what's important to us. Right. And so, you know, I do wake up very, very early in the morning and some nights I stay up late. I'm actually more of a morning person. So I'd rather go to bed on time and just wake up very, very early. But I think we make time for what matters to us. And I knew that if I've made this a priority, which I wanted to, because that's where my passion really lies, that we would get it done. And that is the one thing with entrepreneurialism, that there's no limit, right? Like you just have ideas. And sometimes it's like having the time to execute on all of them. It's like, hey, what do I prioritize? Because there's so much you want to do. But I think you just said it that especially as mom entrepreneurs, we figure out how to make it work. I have so many of my clients say, well, now's not a good time because my kids are little. Well, there's never a good time. We talked about this right before we started recording. I had now have two teenagers and a middle schooler. I have less time now than I did when they were little because now they need to be 8,000 places and none of them are old enough to drive. <laughs> my time is less mine now than it was when they were little where I could put them in front of the TV and be like, you know, go watch the backyardigans, which your kids are probably no longer watching because I don't know if that show's still on. But do you know what I mean? Where I could just park them somewhere and go about my day. We're past that. We can't do that anymore. But we make it work because like you said, it is it is not just where your passion lies, but it's also a direct reflection of how your kids are going to grow up. Your kids are going to see you doing that and your kids are going to grow up with the the actual mentality of if it's important enough to me, I can get it done. And here you are. But this actually leads me perfectly into what I wanted to get to in our conversation today with what you guys provide. One of the biggest struggles that I see, especially with early startup entrepreneurs, is that they have a really hard time letting go of tasks because we're so protective of I have to do it all. I have all of the ideas. And we have a really hard time sometimes transitioning into the, like you just said, prioritizing what we should be tackling. My favorite sentence, and I say it to all of my clients all the time, only do what only you can do. Everything else is outsourced because otherwise there's not enough of you. There's one of me, there's three children, there's two businesses, there's clients, there's employees, there's not enough of me. So I outsource everything especially if it's not my area of expertise. And I have been an entrepreneur long enough to be dangerous when it comes to the legal stuff, but I'm not the expert. So therefore I have legal teams that take care of things. What do you feel like was your biggest aha moment of here's the gap that we're going to fill with this, knowing that entrepreneurs have a really hard time letting go of things and giving tasks over to other people? Yeah. So I'm happy to kind of talk about this one since I kind of saw the need for this so much when I was going through my own training and then, you know, going through my own health journey. I had worked with a registered dietitian. I had taken courses from different types of nutritionists and health coaches. I kind of felt like I had seen, you know, the legal needs from so many different types of offerings just from my own experience. 
But yeah, I think that it can be really difficult because, um, you know, one thing is people love to get, you know, legal documents that are kind of passed down from them, from other colleagues. And um, I think it can be really easy to think of, well, if this is if this was good enough for them, this is probably good enough for me. But what we've seen with this is a lot of times these documents may have been around for 10 years, you know, and have really changed hands many times. And they just leave holes and protection that people don't, um, you know, unless you were an attorney or like, Kelly and I, we have reviewed thousands of contracts over our careers. You know, you just wouldn't necessarily pick up on. And a lot of them have not really been drafted with necessarily health and wellness practitioners in mind, which I think is a huge issue because our our documents are very tailored for health and wellness practitioners. We have all the appropriate disclaimers um, and scope of practice laid out really clearly in those documents. So I think that can be something that you know, I know it can be hard when you're just starting out to think about investing in legal documents, because like you said before too, Kirsten, they are really boring. And I think it can just be easy for people to just say, oh, I'm just going to, you know, find this thing off Google and use it. But also we found that lots of people, when they do that, they still have this like 40% low level anxiety that just kind of hangs over them at all times, not really knowing Am I really protected? Am I laying out my scope of practice appropriately? And just feeling not confident in going out there and getting the most clients that they could get or starting their course or whatever it may be um, because they're worried about someone stealing their work or getting sued or whatever, what it may be. So that's kind of where Kelly and I saw the need and just said, this can be so easily taken care of for people. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted it to be you know, a great price point that is really affordable and is really kind of like a done for you option where, you know, we really explain everything really, really clearly. We want people to be confident in what's in their legal documents and not just feeling like if someone were to ask them a question, they're going to be terrified and not know what it actually says. Um, So I think that was our kind of idea for this was to empower, empower these entrepreneurs to not feel scared about their legal documents and to know what's in them and to know how much it can really protect them and get them confident in pursuing the business that they really want to pursue. I love that. And I love what you said earlier, Kelly, about you guys are sort of a one-stop shop, right? Because this is another thing that I think tends to overwhelm people when you need seven different people to solve seven different problems, but it's really under one umbrella. We love to just have the one, like, here's here's my legal team, right? Like, we want that one person. Here's my finance team. Here's my legal team. And I know from my own experience and in multiple businesses now, so many different things have come up that I could have never even anticipated that these were going to be things. Like you said, the obvious, right? There, you have an independent contractor agreement when you start hiring people, but what about non-disclosure? And then I have so many clients ask me about non-compete and then we got to navigate that and like, well, that's not really the thing that's going to do what you think it's going to do here. Do you know what I'm saying? Things that people don't know that they need. Um, I have trademarks at this point. I have copyrighted IP. People don't think about these things. And I find so many entrepreneurs, especially when they start out early, and this is a lesson that I learned in a past life with my husband in a different business that we ended up selling. People don't think about their business long-term. They think about their business right now and they're sometimes so busy sort of putting out fires, that they're not able to see the longevity of, but this problem is going to come up or this need is going to arise. And if I don't put stops in place now, this need is going to be a waterfall as opposed to a little trickle. And I should have dealt with it now. Or in our case, when we ended up selling a business, if we hadn't had all our ducks in a row, 
it's really hard to sell a business when you don't have everything legally wrapped up very beautifully. So I love that you guys are a one-stop shop. Tell everyone a little bit about what they can expect at Dotted Lines, um, and then we're going to dig into where they can find you. But give me a little bit of overview of what kind of services you provide, what kind of documents people can get from you, kind of like what can they expect when they go to your website and they end up there and where do they go? What do they do? Well, so our signature program is what we call our Legally Ready Bundle. And in that program, it comes with our 15 most popular contract templates. So it's everything, you know, to cover your different types of offerings, whether it's one-on-one client agreements, group coaching, you know, terms and conditions, if you have an online course, all of your website policies, independent contractor agreements, NDAs, and a number of others. There's, you know, like I said, 15 total contracts. And then each of those contracts comes with a tutorial video explaining you know, exactly any blanks that need to be filled in, what to think about, and then what the provision means. Going back to what Kristen said earlier, if these are contracts you're going to be working with and putting in front of clients, you know, it's important you understand what's inside of it. So we explain everything in plain English. And then further to that, we include um, over 40 educational videos. So these are covering, you know, all of your topics that might come up in operating a business. And we really use feedback and questions that we're getting from our customers to just be further adding to this content all the time. So once you're, you know, a Legally Ready Bundle member, you have a library and we're constantly updating these educational videos, which again, are just really intended to cover all the day-to-day issues that we deal with. Like what if somebody asks you for a, a refund or what do I need to think about when I'm forming an entity? You know, even backing up what is an entity and why do I need one? Covering all those Side note, you need topics. one if you don't have one. Back up seven <laughs> steps. You need one. Make sure it's the right yeah. setup for what you're doing. Call these ladies. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kristen touched on earlier, you know, in the health and wellness field, scope of practice is a really huge consideration. I think oftentimes there's a gap in understanding. So we have a deep dive scope of practice webinar included in there. We have a webinar on um, functional testing, lab testing issues that could come up from a legal perspective. So all that is going to be included. We don't provide legal services through dotted lines, though. So there is no attorney-client privilege formed. It is limited to the, the templates and the legal education. But like I said, if we do get questions, we, um, we really use that to inform our content and make sure that we're putting out content that is responsive to the questions that we're getting and that are coming up for people in their everyday practices. So Kristen, anything I missed or that you would add? Yeah, no, I think that was, that was great. That was kind of our, like Kelly said, our intent was to have this program where, you know, people that don't have a legal background can go to and kind of drill down to, I'm dealing with this issue today. You know, now I'm looking at trademarks, kind of like what you said, Kirsten, there's like this endless list of things that Mm -hmm. you, you know, kind of come into your awareness as you're operating a business. So that's kind of what we had in mind in terms for the education is being able to drill down really quickly and find your question that is tailored to exactly what you're doing and in your industry from people who understand your industry. So, yeah, we hope that it's, you know, a really powerful tool for business owners, whether you're starting from day one and you're, you know, we really designed this to be able to grow with a business mm-hmm. or you have been in business for a long time and you're just now looking to kind of get clarity and all these things and really clean up your legal documents. We've kind of designed it for anyone in between too. I love that. My favorite piece of it is the one-stop shop component, right? It's you don't have to go guess at what you're going to need because you guys have it in there. And like you just said, it's a course that you can go back to and 
this is the problem I currently have. Now I can go look for this thing. And from what I'm gathering, what you both said is as you're informing this content, folks who purchase this from you can rest pretty assuredly that it's going to be current and up to date because you guys are keeping up with here's what's changed in the legalities of this. Here's what's now relevant in, you know, the healthcare specific realm. This was a big piece that I also struggled with when I first started my business that most attorneys out there, A, don't deal with entrepreneurs a whole lot. And when they do deal with entrepreneurs, especially online entrepreneurs in the health services space, is kind of a big gray area for a lot of attorneys that they just aren't specialized in. So from what I'm gathering from you both, this is the exact thing to fill that gap that so many online healthcare providers don't even recognize that they have probably, but that you, if you're listening, you have this gap because you are doing legal work, relevant work that needs to be legally protected. Tell everyone where they can find you. If they have further questions, what's the best place to connect with you? What's your social handles? Where do my listeners go to look for you all? Yeah, absolutely. So we, Kelly and I are both really available via email. So our email address is support at dottedlinesco.com. So if you ever have any questions about um, our offerings, feel free to contact us there. And our website is dottedlinesco.com. And then we're on Instagram at dottedlinescontracts. I'm always trying to provide a lot of good education on that platform too. So we'd love to have you follow along. Yeah. And then I don't want to forget to mention too, on our, if you do visit our website at dotalliansco.com, we do have a free resource out there, which is a 15 step legal guide. It's a really comprehensive 22 page guide that just kind of goes through all the top considerations that we would recommend you think about if you're getting started in your business, or as Kristen mentioned, even if you're already started, but maybe you kind of push things off and you just want to go back now and revisit and just kind of go through the checklist of, do I have this or, or not? Or is it something I need to work on? So that is available on our, our website for download for free. So amazing that, that if everybody is not immediately running to that website right now to download that, then you are very secure in your business. And I urge you to maybe be a little bit less secure and just go check the website <laughs> just in case. Ladies, I love it. This has been super, super helpful. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. And uh, hopefully we can connect again on another episode down the road. Yeah, would love to. Thanks so much, Kirsten. Of course. Thank you, Kirsten. It was wonderful talking to you. Of course. It was great having you. For the rest of you, um, I also, because the legal piece is now absolutely covered and you have your resource right here, but for the non-legal piece, happy to announce that we are now officially in October and my latest product is going to solve the rest of your problems. Go to these ladies for legal because that's not my forte. But from a business ownership perspective, it is finally time to release the Six Figure Business Accelerator. If you didn't hear me talk about it on Instagram, go back and watch that live because you'll see me talk about it there. But the Six Figure Business Accelerator came out of me having done this work for years in my own you know, coaching business now, but years previous with my husband in six other businesses. It is everything that I have put together over the years that took me to where I am now with successfully running not one, but multiple multi-six-figure online businesses. It's the toolkit that you need. I call it your um, online MBA that is just better than an MBA because you didn't have to go to college for it for two years and pay somebody else. Go ahead and look it up if you have questions email me or DM me. You guys know where to find me, but the Six Figure Business Accelerator is officially available. Can't wait to see you guys in it. Can't wait to answer any questions and I will catch you guys on the next episode. I am so excited to tell you guys about this almost two-year labor of love that has finally come to complete circle and to complete fruition. And that is the Six Figure Business Accelerator. You guys have seen me 
give you guys programs, give you guys resources over the last year and a half to help you establish your business, scale your business, and get out of that one-on-one coaching hustle mindset that you think is the only way to have a fruitful six-figure-plus online coaching business. And that's just not reality. What I've taken and what my team and I have done, and I'm so beyond excited about this, is we've taken all of the things that you actually need that are necessary to get you to the place where this business is easy, where this business runs to support your life, where this business feels so good and it isn't that hustle mindset. And we have put it into one complete picture for you. And that is the six figure business accelerator. This is the 101, 102, 103 coursework for establishing, running and sustaining a six figure or more annual business. Identifying the problem you have is great. But not when that's where it stops. The six-figure business accelerator is the what, the why, and also the how. There's not going to be any guesswork. I'm not leaving you with any guesswork. This is 50-plus lessons in this curriculum, you guys. It is 50-plus lessons of all of the strategies for mastering your mindset, for closing sales, organically, for captivating your audience, for managing your money so that it works for you, for being the coach that people keep turning back to, the coach people want to continue with, for creating exactly the resources that your clients are craving to purchase from you. It's all in there. Here's what it isn't. It is not cliffhangers and sneak peeks and leaving you with wanting more and not having your questions answered. This program, this course is not just the fundamentals. In the Six Figure Business Accelerator, we go deep. I am not just going to be teaching you, you know, high level concepts. I'm going to show you how to actually execute them. I'm going to give you the strategies. This is me laying everything out that has gotten me to where I am. This is for the solopreneur who wished they had had somebody guiding them with strategies for success. This is for the first-time business owner who doesn't want to waste time creating a business model that they know is not going to work for them, or the seasoned but pivoting business owner who is sick and tired of being exhausted in a business that has basically become a gilded prison. This is for the long-term business owner who wants to have future generational wealth, who wants to build a life of freedom, of location, of time, of choice. This is for the parent business owner who wants to structure things to maximize the benefit for their family. Hello, generational wealth, right? Hello, current experience with your children, not once they're out of the house and you're retired from your business. This is for anyone who is scared to charge what they're worth and feels like working nine to five is what they're currently doing, except they are still functioning like an employee and they own the business, but it's not going anywhere. I've shifted things in my business constantly for the last three plus years. And while that may seem really scary, it always resulted in bigger paychecks, a more aligned audience, a business I actually love to show up for. You do not have to go to college to learn these things. I have been an entrepreneur and married to one for nearly 20 years. I have this experience. I have done this in in eight businesses over This is like an MBA, but better. The Six Figure Business Accelerator is going to give you those tools. Being an entrepreneur can be super terrifying. And you tell me how many nights you have laid awake in bed wondering how you're going to pay for things. How are we going to move past this next obstacle? How am I going to go solve this problem? How am I going to go reach more clients? If you were working at a desk, you would go run to your boss and you would go ask your boss. But you're the entrepreneur. You are the boss. It's terrifying and it's super isolating. 
you and Google are not going to solve all of the problems together. I put together the lessons and the resources in the Six Figure Business Accelerator to solve this. This is your run to. This is where you go when you have those questions and you're not sure what the answers are from somebody who has not only done it before, but has done it multiple times and is still actively running businesses like this. And I'm here with open arms to show you how to do this. You do not have to make the same mistakes or take the long road like I did in order to get where I am in my business. Now, I will tell you, I made six figures within the first seven months of running my coaching business. And then I made multiple six figures by the end of that first year. And that all sounds amazing. But let me tell you how many mistakes I made on that road and how many times I made things worse and harder than they needed to be. And the truth is, I could have done so much better financially, even though that is a great financial output in the first year, I could have done so much better had I known the things that I know now from the start. My business is not hard right now. It works for me. It works for my team. It works for my husband. It works for my kids. And it even works for my dog, who very much loves that I'm available to midday, you know, take him for a walk and have play sessions in the middle of the afternoon because I'm not tied to my desk all day. Someone lied to you when they told you that in order to be rich, you needed to hustle and have a business that feels like a weight on your shoulders. You don't need all that. You just need to be focused. You need to be really strategic and you need to be willing to learn. So if you're ready for all of that, that's what I've put together in the Six Figure Business Accelerator. And I am so excited to share it with you. If you have questions, message me. You guys know you can always DM me on Instagram. You can always shoot me an email, hello at kirstenscreen.com. I am so happy to hear from you. The Six Figure Business Accelerator is available for you to join right now. If you're listening to this episode, it is live. It is available for you to join. I cannot wait to see you in there. We have support opportunities available for you. This is my work for the last three plus years of getting to where I am with running a seven-figure brand at this point. And I started from zero everything you need I've put in here. So I cannot wait to see you guys in there, but also at the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Embodied CEO podcast. To connect with me, Kirsten, head to kirstenscreen.com or find me on Instagram at the Kirsten Screen. My DMs are always open, so drop in and say hi. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share the Embodied CEO podcast. And now go out there and take some action. 